Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the NXT review. We are the Dudley Boys of What Culture. I'm Adam Wilborn, joined by Michael Hamflet and Michael Sidgwick here to review last night's episode of NXT. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Um. Where we do daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review the show formerly known as NXT Dubai. Oh, my Pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a quiz, of course, on WrestleCool Chat. As I said, they're joined by Hamlet and Sidgwick to review last night's episode of NXT. Another great show, Hamlet. Nah, how did SmackDown end up uh, in the Wild West in your new intro there? What's, what's going on there? I just sort of, I think it was when I was here on my own and just kind of losing it a little bit. And uh, and I thought, oh, Raw and SmackDown kind of sound a little bit similar. So, oh. uh Give them their own oh, idea. Don't take away my blue tears. Take away your blue brand. Yeah. That's Elvis Presley now. Yeah. I didn't like this NXT world one. I'm really sorry. So I loved it. Good point. There, yeah. was a, there was a high ceiling for some vignettes. Yeah. Fell quite short. There's good suspense in the other main story that I care Oh yeah. about. There's deeply. always something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, main event. Well, the twist, I suppose, that we'll get into. Like that. was really good. Genuinely good. Rest. Best title match of the year, would you say? It's up there for me. I can't think. It was better than Seth and Drew. Yeah, I can't think of any of those. Uh, I just, I don't know. I have I have high hopes for another great year for NXT, and so far, both episodes haven't led me to believe it's going to be much of a Shawn Michaels robbed in the Wrestle Purist poll. He won that one. Triple H. That's fine. Yeah. It wasn't robbing there. Was he second? No. Robbed. Here's a question. <laughs> right. How bad would it have to be? Eh, it's a paradox, isn't it? Because the worse it gets, the better it gets. Mm, kind of. Yeah. How Black much and gold is the answer to your question? Capital Wrestling Center. Yeah. This was Capital Wrestling Center with better lights and worse wrestling. Like there was a lot of wrestling on the show. Mm. Minimal bollocks. Yeah. And I was watching this like in a bit of a despairing state of like, oh, what can I say? I've got. I'm watching this, and there was like, you never get the feeling of like, oh, <laughs> rules. You never get that feeling watching NXT, rarely. Maybe Nathan Fraser could, uh, you know. Maybe Nathan Fraser. When I'm cleaning windows. Could do something awesome. Or like Creed's. Creed's or Dragunov or, you know, Oberfemi. Yeah. Didn't get yes. a chance to do it that much, but you know, there's something sometimes that can make you like, yes, this is the stuff. None of that. Oh, I got that for one particular It wasn't bobbins it wasn't so bad it's good there was just so much like listless mediocre nothing happening wrestling on this show minimal bollocks i just thought it was such an insipid where's von wagner experience. i don't know yeah, where's von wagner like i don't want this is yeah i don't want more then, 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 no one's asking the question <laughs> sadly 
I want much less in-ring than we got here. To paraphrase a famous <laughs> quote, it's NXT. It doesn't say wrestling on the marquee. <laughs> like, I want as little as I can get out of this two hours. I have more than enough wrestling a week, thanks very much. Uh, and I didn't get anywhere near it. Like, the Bobbins is the, often the highlight of NXT. Mm. I'm totally captivated by uh, the latest mystery angle oh, yeah. within Chase U. But, yeah, I kind of get over how disappointed I was with the, the yeah. runner throughout the show. I had high hopes for that. Yeah. Um, I thought we start with a bit of bollocks, and then I, on my obviously, I watch it once for just enjoyment, and then I watch it a second time to make my notes. Yeah. And something was clarified because we, we got a big recap of New Year's Eve, um, and then um, Nikita Lyons, on surprise, surprise, gets jumped in the parking lot by Blair Davenport. Um, Davenport. Davenport. Um, <laughs> and I thought that they were like, oh, they've brawled from the, the parking lot out here. Yeah. And I was like, have they got that gimmick? I can't remember who had it. Yeah, Saray. Somebody that knocked a Saray switch and where wrestlers go into their in-ring gear if they go through that Stars in Their Eyes tunnel. I thought that was um, what the case was, but they clarified on commentary that they'd been separated, sent to their locker rooms, and then had brawled again on the way to the bloody ring. The Chase U jumpers changing colour is one of the best things in the history of world wrestling entertainment. Just wrestling. Just wrestling. Uh, so it was Nikita Lyons versus Blair Davenport. Uh, the story of this match, obviously, Nikita Lyons wanted to get her... Revenge on Blair Davenport, whilst also selling... What a geek, then. <laughs> selling the, uh, well, surgically repaired knee that she's yeah. got. Um, so Nikita Lyons takes over early on, but Blair gets out of there, um, elbows out, leaps over her, and then gets spin-kicked in the head for a two-count. Um, Blair came back throwing Lyons into the ring post, double stomp on her back, and another double stomp to the back following that as well. Uh, Lyons comes back and... Uh, basically uh, snap suplexes Blair Davenport on her head, nearly. Um, hits a release German, hip smash in the corner, and a Samoan drop gets two. Um, and uh, they go to the outside, and Nikita well, follows after Blair Davenport. Goes to the roundhouse, does Nikita. Blair ducks, and Lyons, unfortunately, hits the ring post with her. So she repaired knee. So she's selling that, as she's getting back in. Chop block from Blair Davenport. Knee strike to the face. One, two, three. Blair Davenport beats Nikita Lyons. Yeah, this sucked. What else can I say about it? Um, Nikita Lyons isn't necessarily the best baby face for the best baby face qualities because she's quite detestable, vibe-wise. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I didn't really get behind the struggle here at all. And then, I that the, the only spot that you can pick out of a friggin' lineup is, I, I think... Blair Davenport was going to hook the leg to prevent the suplex mm. from happening. Some kind of miscommunication happened. And then, yada, 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 a 90s old Japan finisher was created. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. It was one of those weird matches where there was a tension of entirely the wrong kind, and it was also boring at the same time. It was extremely... Like a car crash, but they're both going at 10 miles per hour. Yeah. Extremely developmental this match. Mm. The, it is not. This was a reminder uh, that the hatred, the likes of which you see, like last week from Swerve and Hangman Page, is not easy to summon. You take it for granted that in this sport where it's pretend conflict every week, that that's the easy bit. Mm. It's not. These two are in a blood feud. Basically, you attacked me, you took me out, you injured me, you brutalized me in a car park. The whole deal. A year of my career. Yeah, like yeah. we are so desperate to fight that we can't even make it to work before the fight breaks out, and then wrestling, you can never be reminded that wrestling is so inherently silly because as we talked about, Swerve Hangman's a great example because as we talked about when Swerve broke into the house 
and like threatened abducting the baby. It's like, how does a wrestling match make that right? Mm-hmm. And then he drinks his blood. That's how. That's how you have to go to those extremes to square that circle. It's a long way off that, like a long way off. This was them going through their rehearsed things, or at least it looked like that. The extra second, it's not even a second, it's a half a second, but it feels like a lifetime. The extra half a second of hesitation between almost everything properly, properly took you out of it. Wasn't even the worst offender on the night for that. No. I know Blair Davenport's been at this for years. I'm not sure beyond NXT what Nikita Lyons has done. But this was was just so performed, and at no point did I really... Get into the action. Not good. No, it wasn't very good. And, you know, the booking was piss poor. It's absolute basics. Mm-hmm. If you've got your baby face, which Nikita Lyons purports to be, and she's been on the shelf because she's been attacked by the person in storylines credited for that attack, if you cannot harness over a full year of, like, fury simmering, and explode and kick that person's ass. What kind of a baby face are you? Mm. Like, piss poor. Uh, she has to turn heel at some point. After this, mm. I don't think she's necessarily got the the qualities of being a baby face, but certainly, then again, these NXT fans, do they care about anything? Do they care, like, you know, can you just do anything and get over in front of them? Potentially. It's just got to be... I mean, they're not, they're, they're not a discerning bunch. So are they, gonna, chances, yeah. are they a classic wrestling audience where it's like, oh, I can't believe in them anymore? Because no, God, no, no. Then they'll no. just, you know, she'll do a, you know, she'll do a splits two weeks and go, oh, some generational low-key cook in there. <laughs> yeah. So what does it matter? In the locker room Why fight. am I like, attributing old values of how things used to work onto this mess? It's a monstrosity. Because like AEW, it's you like you atrocity want it to be of a form. Want it to be better. I don't want this to be better. I want this to be worse. <laughs> that's like that's my exact point we make on the intro every single week. Again, I think this like like so many matches on NXT, it would have been better if we'd never had the match. Mm. Like do some have a brawl in a snooker club or something. Like just take this somewhere else and film something and we'll have a big old laugh at it. And it never you never need to The wrestling, I have said this all the time, and it bears repeating. Whenever they wrestle in NXT, I just find it surreal. <laughs> whenever the whenever the conflict that is orchestrated with these ridiculous means in car parks and restaurants and the like. Mm-hmm. Whenever it ends up in the ring, I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. That's what this is. What are you doing putting gear on? That's <laughs> <laughs> not a job. An odd crap shoe, Will Bourne. Well, I'm sure you've got a good idea about, about why this was good. It's about to get better. Uh, Cody Rhodes um, came what on the show. What your thoughts on this uh, opener? Because it's good, isn't it? No, not, this wasn't, wasn't great. Six out of ten. Uh, Cody Rhodes... Uh, voice to video <laughs> package, hyping up the Dusty Rhodes Tag Classic, of course, that starts tonight. And my God, what a start it had. But before we get there, Trick's backstage with Mello. Mello's got some good news, and Trick's like, I'm not sure I want to hear about this because of everything that's been going on. And Mello says, look, I only came out last week because I'd heard about the former NXT champion, mate. So Trick's like, all right, I suppose. Mello says, look, don't know how long Ilya's going to be out for. So I've got us the last spot in the Dusty Cup. And Trick's like, ah. Oh. Not great news for me. Kind of want to stay focused on winning the world title. And Mello's like, no, no, no. This will keep you doing your reps and we'll win it. And then you'll be two title trick. And a bit of alliteration. Does the does the, uh, does the the trick for trick. He's into it now. It's like, it's alliteration aside. Because I know you just want to wind up the stage. <sighs> this is good. This is absolutely a good, like, uh, the good way to use this uh, simmering resentment that is building from trick. The Dusty Cup has been used before 
um, most effectively with Smojo and Finn Balor, where you were waiting for the turn and waiting for the turn. It never came, and they won the whole thing in the end. That was the very first one, I think. Um, it's a nice could device. It could exist. It could coexist. Yeah, a tag tournament is a nice device to test the metal of this friendship. Mm. And like looking at the bracket as we get a few looks at it through tonight, it looks like there's a standard good chance of making a final. I, I'd like this as a way to enhance the drama between the two. I genuinely do. Feels feels believable. Yeah. Um, and then we got our first match in the Dusty Cup. It was the arseholes uh, versus the assholes. Uh, it was Gallus <laughs> versus uh, Baron Corbin and Bron Breaker. And preemptively, oh I love this new team of Baron and Bron. Uh, perfect team to put up against because it's Gallus. Um, Bron's back to doing Bron Breaker things. Uh, it comes off the ropes of the Spinebuster early on. Um, Corbin goes, I'll have a bit of this. Splashes Wolfgang. They go to a break. We come back. Corbin hits a Spinebuster to Wolfgang, a deep six to coffee. Um but uh, eventually, after hitting uh, a Death Valley driver on uh, Mark Coffee, I think it was, um, they go to the outside and Corbin swings for Wolfgang when he hits a bloody post. Um, so Coffee slams his hand onto the announce table and the apron and what have you. And Corbin gets isolated for a bit. And then Bron gets the hot tag, comes in, leaping gut buster to Wolfgang, a suplex stunner to Mark Coffee. He runs over Wolfgang, throws Coffee sort of into Wolfgang's arms and then suplexes the both of them, which was ridiculous. Um, and then the finish uh, saw, well, it looked like he was all fired up. He looks like he's going to spear, uh, I think it was Mark Coffey, setting up for this. Uh, but Corbin goes, I'll take it from here. Tags himself in and then um, he goes, all right, get out of the way. Spears Wolfgang. Um, Corbin hits his finish on uh, on Mark Coffey and they get the one, two, three. Loads more potential to this act than I thought. I thought they were kind of both going to be big, nasty troll heels, like monstering baby faces that you liked. Not nobody, there's nobody you really love enough that this would matter unless it was like Von Wagner and Robert Stone in the mm. tournament or something. But just thought they were going to be those kind of bully heels, and they're going in a completely different direction. As a result of the contrast between the two and the way they work, this appears to me to be Bron Breaker's write-off, and they're going to try and write him off by just. People have been saying this for about three years. And, uh, like they're going to turn him at the last. I think this. They see this team through. Bron Breaker ends up turning on Baron Corbin. He's shown up in the Rumble, isn't he, Bron? Possibly, yeah. Like, the impact stuff here was played upon in such a way, and, you know, they were positioned against heels as well. Like, it was played upon in such a way that you couldn't not marvel at it all over again. Bron was back in his, like, I love my dad, Rick Steiner gear. <laughs> I think that's leading to him trying to convince uh, Baron to wear Scott Steiner stuff just for their big tag main event or something. And when they lose, Corbin turns on Bron, and Bron says, no and just snaps on him, beats him up. The fans are happy to see him, and then that's how he leaves NXT. I think this is... I think they've, like, manufactured a nice exit path for Bron Breaker with this team, and he goes out leaving Baron Corbin in a crumpled heap. Think they win the Dusty Cup? Um, potentially. Potentially. Yeah. Uh, they still do seem to like Bron Breaker. After all, he did get his ass kicked by a 60-year-old dickhead, which is the... you know the, the, That being The Undertaker, of course, <laughs> which is how they, you know, announce to you yeah. that these people are hard and cool and worth getting behind. This match was actually quite fun. I cannot believe I'm saying that. Gallus of all teams were yeah. in it as well. But the dynamic was quite fun. And, like, I understand why the fans turned on Breaker. It was basically same old show something new. And then, you know, creative uh, acted in accordance with that. But, like, the way he hits those ropes, there's a wrestler there. I'm not necessarily convinced he's in the right system. I'd like to take Brombe Breaker... Right, parachute him out of the performance center, send him back in time, 
Imagine him in like the ECW arena. Oh. Yeah. It's like killing Mikey Whipwreck or something. <laughs> like it would be absolutely unbelievable. Big task. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, just watching him run the ropes is frightening. Yeah. It like, I, t- I don't necessarily think he's got the stuff to be a proper headline or a what, but my God, just the way he runs those ropes gives me that sort of like, whoop, let's go feeling. And watching him do it as a baby face and having the fans behind him was a glimpse of, Ah, getting them back the proper way this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was good. I mean, it wasn't. It was good. It was all right. It was great. Um, you know, like you know, when uh, when the game saves all Japan, Braun will be a good guy over there, and whatever version that looks like. Yeah. Just what Doctor Fed is prescribing for all Japan. So Doctor Fed, Take two of these and call me the morning. Is prescribing Triple H and Shawn Michaels. So Doctor Fed, yeah, is yeah. prescribing. Yes. Right, a dose of Fed Correct. to the resurgent All Japan who throughout 2023 started to slowly make some gains with its audience. And you want to prescribe an ointment <laughs> yes. that for years has in fact destroyed any and all dumbasses willing to collaborate with them. I'm afraid Dr. I'll Fed... Dr. Fed was not reading about this All Japan resurgence in the Wrestling Medical Journal because he was too busy boning up on his Raw magazines from 1996. Okay. But did read a report that Triple H was interested in All Japan, and that's all Dr. Fed needs to know. Okay, well, I would take my chances with Dr. Shipman. <laughs> Fanon Henley is uh, waiting at the, at the barn for Tiffany Strand to arrive. She's got to do her day as a ranch hand. <laughs> Tiffany Stratton's late, <laughs> um, but she's she's ready to make her work hard, is, is Fallon. Uh, Stratton's dressed preposterously, as she often does, of course, uh, and she's walking through, and she's stumbling through the stables, and she's retching at poo. Uh, that's quite good. And, uh, <laughs> uh, Fallon's like, you're late, and Tiff's like, I had to find the perfect alert. Uh, and Fallon's got an outfit for her, you know, here to work in a stable and what have you. Like, oh, no that. Just because I got stuck in this disgusting situation does not mean I can look good doing it. Um, and uh, Fallon's like, right, well, let's get to work then. We've got to muck the stalls. We've got to feed the horses. Uh, sorry, I don't speak ranch. What does muck mean? Uh, they got to clean. Uh, they got to wash the horses. And if you see any horse crap, they didn't say that. They swore because it's funny. Um, pick it up. And Tiffany freaks out. Doesn't. Disappointing. Should we just do the whole thing now, or are you going to revisit it? I will revisit it. You know, let's let's keep them hooked. We've got to get to the mid roll. Okay, I'll give you my thoughts on this when we get to the final vignette, the the final skit. You know, when you couldn't think of the exact right label for the clothes that were in the corner, would you say they were ranch dressing? Yeah, it's only like our truth, huh? It's no wonder you like our truth. Who likes our truth? Our truth's back. Bird person's in the ring. Uh, says uh, that Dr. She- Fed prescribes our truth for the case of the grump. She says that uh, her and Blake get grab out of each other. Uh, well, it's funny because, you know, <laughs> our truth gives me the grumps. So, what do, oh, do I do? It's like, like it's old man Champa. Who gives me the crease. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lara Valkyrie's confident she'll finish 2024 the way she started it. NXT Women's Champion. Um, look, she knows Blair's not going anywhere. She's going to follow her wherever the title goes. The question is, who's next at NXT? Thank you, Jay. 
Um, she spoke with Ava today. She hasn't got the surname. She's the rock door. Um, next week, there's a 20-woman battle royal. Uh, and then when it gets down to the final four, that's going to be a fatal four-way. Good. Love it when they complicate the stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> to determine her opponent at Vengeance Day. Here comes Lola Vice and Electra Lopez. Uh, Lola says, you're only in the ring as champion because your weirdo friend Tatum Paxley saved you. Uh, but I've still got this contract winning the breakout tournament. I can cash in whenever. Breadcrumbs. See what I'm telling you. Uh, Iris says, I get it, but what's happened to you? You know, I thought you were going to be the person to turn this place upside down, but all you're doing is talking about what you're going to do. Uh, maybe you're confused about what you're here to do. Uh, you're not here to shake your ass on Instagram. Uh, you're here to, I'm here to fight you, you know, Lola Vice, the cage fighter. Um, and uh, Lola's like, everyone loves me. Uh, everyone wants to see this match happen. Um, everyone's sheep for following me for every move. They love Latina Heat. And Lara's like, <laughs> The only Latina heat I see here is Electra Lopez. And when are you going to break it to her, by the way, that you're not using that contract to cash in for the women's tag titles? Uh, and they say, well, let's have a medical fight then. Um, ref starts coming down, but Electra jumps. Um, the champ, Lola, joins in. But Tatum Paxley makes the save to presumably set up a tag team match. A shaky verbal performance. Uh, yeah. Not particularly great. Um, Ava Rain. I don't think I've been podcasting since... Uh, Big transition to the GM assistant role. And the, for all intents and purposes, she's the on-screen general manager yep. of NXT. Uh, I was going to ask why, but we all know why. She offers nothing. I thought Jack Tony was boring. <laughs> just, just, what, why do he's, I... He's cracked Tony compared to her, isn't he? It's, uh, I just, I, do I feel sorry for her or not? I'm grappling with this. I'm wasting so much more time and focus than I should be. Do I feel sorry for what's happened? I don't know if you know her dad, but The Rock's a millionaire, The Rock's <laughs> people's <laughs> champ. The Rock's <laughs> champ, The Rock's a millionaire. Should be all right. Do I think, uh, right, is it punching down? Because there's a bit of schadenfreude, comedic, you know, appeal to the idea that the sat down, clearly the conversation has been had, which is a bit useless. <laughs> so what do we do? Yeah. Oh, this. <laughs> keep da keep Dwayne sweet sort of thing. Or, like, why is she entitled to anything? It's just brilliant, isn't it? Like, she, I mean, she sucks. Like, what? She, she, she doesn't suck. She's like, she's just so, she's just there, inoffensively bland. Coming up on, like, I mean, years. I'd like to be a TV star. It's just brilliant. Like, getting paid, like, she's probably getting paid a decent wedge. Yeah, oh, yeah, she'll be doing all right. Oh, For just blandly, with no personality or oomph or star power or presence, she couldn't effectively sell how creeped out she was by Alexis King later on <sighs> in the show. Imagine that. Like, uh, I, I just love the irony of all of this. Is like, what, 25-odd years ago? Shawn Michaels would have been doing his best to get The Rock fired for Triple H. And now, all this time on, he's been told he's got to keep The Rock's daughter around by Triple H. Yes. <laughs> How's this worked out, Paul? Uh, yeah, I, I like that in That's theory, good. but then I have to watch it. Gnashing his teeth. Um, earlier on in the day, Metaphor are there um, watching the breakup of Brooks, Briggs, and, uh, and Fallon Henley. And if you must go, I'll give you love. Uh, they're laughing at that, and Briggs comes in, and Lash is like, we're the reason you broke up. And he says, no, no, no. Um, so get your heads out of your ass, 
Different reasons. Different reasons. I want a rematch, but before we can get there, they set up a match with him and Aura Mensa for the evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then quite what rightly, <laughs> quite rightly, uh, Luca Crucifino uh, is arguing about his loss in the breakout tournament, I believe, to uh, to Ava, saying his foot was on the rope. See, I knew he was going to go further. Than mm-hmm. the Ava who? She got a centimeter off door. Um, she says, I'll look into it. And he leaves. And Dragon Lee's like, yay, I'm back. Great to see him back. Visa issues all sorted. And then Lexus King walks in, yay, and says, uh, so I suppose Open Challenge is back on the table. I've got a contract drafted up, and on his um, thing, he's got a star. And uh, he gets Funny. Dragon Lee to sign, and then we've got a title match. Visa issues for Dragon Lee. And Luke, shoot, isn't it? That's yeah, right. yeah. Luca Crisfino having his foot on the ropes. Like, Shawn Michaels has taken his eye off the ball. So it's probably good that he's, well, it's good that he's brought in Ava as an assistant to deal with matters such as Lexus King getting in the mix so he can, like, focus on the things that matter. Yeah, he's standing delivers because he's got one eye on WrestleMania weekend. So, like, that's why she's there. He's got, the other, he's got the other one on Packlash. Question answered. That's why she's there. Anything you want to say about this? No. Nah, I'm just... Lexus King's little star contract. This was a boring, boring two hours of television. Disagree. The entire promotion is just waiting for the rumble to happen at this point. Waiting with bated breath for that, yeah. And it wasn't entirely boring. There was some great title matches on this show. We'll get to them. So uh, it was piss poor, by the way. Disagree. Uh, Josh Briggs or a Mensa. Disagree, and let me explain why. Now. <laughs> Metaphor obviously kept trying to interfere. Backfired on them uh, after a couple of times. And uh, Mensa missed a kick in the corner. Briggs hit him with that huge lariat. One, two, three. And stares at Noam Dar. He's getting a title shot again for the Heritage Cup. It was perfunctory. Was uh, it? Yeah. Let it play out of this sort of thing, though. They're going somewhere. Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen were fun for us alongside Fallon Henley. They were in a genuinely good sports entertainment storyline yeah, once Yeah, it was a like while. a two-year war they were in their storyline going Good. On. It was just like the Keanu James stuff was really, really fun. There was the ownership of a bar to fight over. We just had some really good times, and I don't... Nothing ever got paid off, and now you're going to see potentially two boring singles wrestlers. I think Fallon I think it's up. costing him the Heritage Cup. Oh, that'd be great, yeah. He's been grumping around. He thought, actually... Bollocks, why do you get all the good stuff? Yeah, you, I might be back in on that. I, I wouldn't mind. I don't mind seeing them feud because then they're still sort of together and mm-hmm. that's like, he's just neither stand a chance away and from he's one a special guest ref. Fun, yeah. Doesn't want to have to, it doesn't want them to fight, but yeah. Speaking of which, we go back to, to Fallon Henley's stables um, and Tiffany's doing chores. Uh, she's got a wheelbarrow. She's got some hay. She's got a bucket. She can't even hold the bloody hose. And uh, she's like, I'm done now. Can we go sit down? My feet are killing me in these heels. Oh, we should have worn better shoes. Um, there was some there. But that was only the first task. Yeah. Um, and they, they're told the horse is bloody dumb thing that horses do again. Uh, and Farn Henley says, that's all you, Buttercup. Uh, Tiffany says, don't call me Buttercup. But it's twist here, Sige, is Buttercup. It wasn't a nickname that Fallon Henley had given Tiffany Stratton. That's actually the name of the horse. So, okay. clever. Um, she washes the horse. Washes the horse. She's all dirty now. She's got a bit of mud on her head. Uh, Have you ever seen a Mac and Puncher horse? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I've seen one shag a seagull, though. <laughs> uh, there was this, um, I think it was like on Soccer AM. Funny enough, it was, a, it, was a, it was like a digest show, but a bit mm. of banter, like a bit laddish. Yeah, I loved it. About, yeah. um, <laughs> about soccer, and it was screened in the of UK. Of the time, wasn't it? Of the time. Ooh, they used yes. to do this thing called, like, um, 
I don't know if it was fan cam or you start this thing where oh, someone in the crowds done something funny and it's like the third eye third eye, third eye. A, a knob gag third the eye next to your football coverage yeah, yeah. <laughs> right so what they've done is like um say there's someone in the crowd at a soccer game and like they've nudged their other half it's like ah, oh, he's gonna get bollocked when he gets home off the dragon and all the rest of it then there's another one where like someone had fallen asleep it's like <laughs> it's meant to be so good. <laughs> and there was one right where there was this guy he could not have looked more like like a bank manager, <laughs> just like at the match on his own, right? This was like towards the end of soccer end because like he had his phone, right? Camera, and I was just this guy was sat there, right, watching the show, watching the match, just watching the match. Gets his camera out and goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> takes a photo of himself having a wacky time with the football, and then goes. <laughs> so it's like the most performative on a crazy I was being crazy at the football but it's just like it's fake yeah it's you disagree I'm watching the show I, disagree you, you were with me I'd love to know what you actually look like watching this show it's probably just doing this <laughs> this yeah I never picture Will on watching the show I do and it's grim Mine is Tom like, Cruise jumping on Oprah's sofa. That's me. Yeah. Watching every episode. <laughs> <laughs> I love NXT. I love NXT. Like mine is still, it's always why like, I think of the serial advert. Because it's not you watching it, so it's just like getting out of bed on a Wednesday yeah. morning. Like, kicks the sheet off. It's Wednesday morning. Like, <laughs> and Eric over to Aunt Louise. Yeah. NXT. Oh, no, I'm like, you need to watch this. This is, this is what you need <laughs> to learn from. Uh, <laughs> she's watched all. That's my TGIT. Thank God it's Tuesday feeling. Right. Tim says, I'm done now. I need to go take a shower, get new clothes, and be disinfected. Thank you very much, fun. I hope you enjoyed the show. I was a thrill of life. Hold on. Enjoy the show. I'm um, at this stable. Valen says, oh, we're not done yet because you've cleaned the horse, but you need to horse, clean horses to go in a clean stall. Uh, and uh, Tiffany's like, what's, what's on the that? ground again? Well, wait for it. Tim says, what's that smell? Uh, there's poo everywhere on the floor. And Tiff says, muck that. <laughs> I thought that was quite good out. That was a good... <laughs> Didn't muck that. Good out. We got there, guys. Yeah, put a bow on that one. Muck off. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh one dot com. 
Uh, maybe I was just in a good mood around this because it was immediately followed by the tag team title match. It was OTM, Bronco Nima and Lucian Price, of course, uh, joined in their corner by... Pay attention, please. Scripts. Uh, whilst it was... The, t- the champions were the family. That's Tony D and Stax uh, with Adriana Rizzo. The Riz in their corner, of course. <laughs> Solid start for this team. Said Phil, yawn. <laughs> <laughs> Um, early on, Stax and Tony D dominate because, of course, they do the best. Um, Stax is a cannonball. It's fake. <laughs> Tony gets a one down <laughs> on Lucian Price. Uh, Stax comes in. Tony hits a spring, springboard elbow drop and then just threw Stax on top of Price to get a near fall. Uh, but to go to break, there's a modified doomsday device on the floor by OTM. Stax is hit with that and then he's in trouble when we come back from the break. He's been worked over. We get a hot tag, though, to Tony D. He comes in, he cleans house, but he gets cut off. Um, and they get him up for a double Samoan drop. Stax has to come in and save uh, him, the man himself, Tony D. Um, Stax gets thrown to the outside. Another slam for uh, Tony from OTM, but Tony kicks out, fights them both off. Stax sends Nima to the outside. Tony gets a roll-up. Price gets thrown to the outside, and Tony hoys Stax onto OTM. Um, Price gets rolled in, whip into the ropes. Uh, bada boom, bada bing. Uh, but Price breaks it up, tackling Stacks onto the uh, onto the pile. Um, we get almost get some interference from at scripts, but thankfully Rizzo, the Riz, has made sure that she pay attention, please. She thwarts that. She didn't have to do anything, by the way. He just jumped. <laughs> he he accidentally hit his own team member, yeah. Price. Uh, Stax takes out Nima on the outside. Tony, forget about it. One, two, three. The family retain. This is um, uh, this was the best title match of 2024. Okay, I thought you meant the main event. Right, I'm not being Until funny. I'm not being funny, but like it's piss poor, like yeah. really piss poor. There's a bit where Stax is trying to get uh, Tony D's trying to get someone out the ring. They're getting each other's way. It's like, come on, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know you get out my way. I have to do a wrestling move on you, like really pitiful. It's the point now where you'd expect more improvement from Tony Dean Stacks. They have so many of these rushed, some wrestlings happening in front of your matches where, like, they're getting in each other's way. They don't register anything from the crowd. It's just boom, boom, boom. If you like, uh, and then like Stacks almost breaks his neck with that move on the outside. Like, um, you ever see that match DDP versus the Machine from Thunder in 1999? Yes. Where, bonk, DDP does the, I'm going to hit the top turnbuckle or the rope so you yeah. fly off. Ah! It does that, like, it's a 10-second delay <laughs> from doing the old, my bollocks are on the top rope spot. That was kind of a similar thing of nudged scribs. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I react. And then he goes, Ugh! and then just like at four fifty, it's just pretty crap. And I, I, I don't know if I'd say this to his face. You know, he's not like the. He's nice with us, but you know, he's a pretty bad guy. <laughs> but my God, Stacks and Tony D. I'm not where. I'm, there's a lot of wrestlers on this brand. I'm just seeing not no improvement out of the same bad or. Deeply generic or sluggish matches every single bloody week. I love them. I want to talk about them for the rest of my professional life. But I just want them to eat dinner every week. I don't need matches from Stacks. The matches are rubbish. Put the titles on the line anymore until WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, it's fine. They've never been good. You get anxious watching this. A little bit. Always, always nervous when they put the tag titles on the line. They chase you just out of nowhere. 
So you've yeah. always got to be concerned. That's the beauty of the storytelling in NXT. That's, well, it's certainly the thing with these two having the belt. I don't want them to lose it unless I want them to lose the team I want to win. Yeah. And we're nowhere near finding that team yet. Chase, you were the only ones that I would be glad to see. <sighs> yeah. Based on how time yeah, is hard that's right fair. now, Chase. It's, so there's the anxiety. Yeah, 2025, they can take the titles off them. I just like watching them have like spag ball and that. <laughs> I, I like the restaurant meetings and I think I think football pundits say this, don't they? Uh, you know, the best champions win up, find a way to win ugly, and that's what they did here. So yeah, like, here's a here's you know, we're talking, we're talking about the family and everything like that. And here's a Sopranos reference for you. I wish the Lord would take me now. Well, um, speaking of, of having to depart, unfortunately, I've just remembered. You know, we've had the technical difficulties with the, the podcast the last few days. Uh, it's been yeah. a bit of a nightmare. All, all, it, all it, fixed now. for that. All fixed now. Um, but I, I did say that I'd have a quick meeting with our podcast providers just to straighten things but out. It's been resolved. Yeah, well, they just, I think they just want to apologise, um, quite rightly, for depriving our fans of some excellent just content. They, they apologise to the people watching and listening rather than. Yeah, well, I'll see if I can bring them in, if anything. Okay. Um, but yeah, so you've flown over. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's the UK contingent. They've just driven up today, but they've just from arrived. where? London, probably. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to go and nip out because I've just seen on my uh, thing that they've they've just arrived. So right. you talk about I don't know, moan about the brilliant tag champs for a bit more. I'm worried about you and this brand, Sitch. Like I think the glory I, days have gone. The, the, the glory days of Schadenfreude are waning. What about this, the glory days of glory? What are you talking about? They don't have to be over. There's still so much good stuff here. No, I'm, I'm, I think I'm sick of it. I'm sick of my ironic thing with NXT. It's just terrible. Yeah! yeah. It's yeah. Like quite like NXT. I think I actually quite like NXT. How <laughs> yeah. you like the tag match? How many stars you giving it? Four and a half for me. Thank you so much. Did you, what did you make? <laughs> I was really impressed by your victory. Thank you very much. I'll take that as a comment. Assume that you love the match completely. Celebratory meals for the next six or so weeks on NXT stacks. <laughs> I goddamn hope so. Yeah, I've been watching that uh, that Dusty Cup mine and uh, some good teams in there. Love those assholes. Gotta say, speaking of which, Sitch, what's the deal with ass? Ass is um, a part of the anatomy stacks, which um, the, the weird thing about you asking me what the deal with assholes is. <laughs> is that there's a very, very famous saying, and it is, opinions are like assholes, everybody's got one. Ah, yeah. So what do you, like, uh, crap out of, if you don't know what an ass is? I just sit down and hold the goddamn best. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so an ass uh -huh. is formed, like, by the glutes, the muscles. There's a sphincter muscle, and that's called the asshole, from which... Food goes into your mouth. It is a funny word, Stacks. Food goes into your mouth, gets digested, and the waste comes out your ass. And also, you, you might be interested in this sort of thing as well. It's uh, it's often a prop for sexual activity as well. Do you like to eat ass? Maybe we'll see in a second when I get into my uh, three jokes, three questions. You know, speaking of which, uh, speaking of ass, now you've brought it up, uh, Stitch. Uh, when, I, uh, when he was at Raw the other day, you know, uh, I actually uh, slapped Dwayne Johnson's ass. Rock's bottom. I guess you could say I've hit rock bottom. Yeah! <laughs> so three questions, three jokes for you, Stitch. And actually, you know, start the new year, I thought I'd sprinkle a little bit extra on for you, you know. New year, maybe people want to find new, uh, new people to f***. So, as a result of that, <laughs> thought, I'd, uh, thought I'd throw in a little chat-up line you could use at the end as well. Okay, I'm uh, married, Stax. Okay, yeah. so. 
question joke number one, Ziggy. What is the difference between a rim shot and a rim job? Hmm? A rim shot and a rim job. Oh. Um, so rim shot's basketball. <laughs> yeah. Fundamental and stuff. Hmm? Um, rim shot and a rim job. Is this like a spoonerism? Could be, couldn't it? One of them, yeah. Something about a hole because yeah. there's holes involved. Either the, the hoop. Like I think you're confused as to what a rim shot is. What's a rim oh, shot? A rim shot. If it's, I think I think because I'm thinking basketball, but I think isn't also the bit of shh. I'm not a rim shot as well. Indeed. So that's right. Okay. So a rim shot. Bum after a joke. So like Sax was probably familiar with rim shots with all this. So like bum dum. So bum dum. Bum dum bum. Want to be honest on here? I didn't get the button ready. Oh my god. Yeah, that that but correct. That, yeah, 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 you know what? I'll give you a bingo! Uh, good move of the new year. What's the difference between a rim shot and a rim job? One goes bottom tiss, and the other is the bum kiss. Uh, <laughs> question joke number two. God damn it, I hate my life. Well, we're, look, we're cooking. One. We are cooking. We are cooking. An Australian clean his ass. <laughs> it goes down under. Oh, what about? Is there anything in like the, the toilet water swirls the other way? <laughs> anything, anything in that? Bidet, mate. Bing- yeah! Collaboration. Come on. Australian clean his ass with a bidet, mate. Thrilling. You can get this one, guys. You can goddamn do it today. Yeah, that's kind of a cell phone on your comedy. Well, no. All good jokes are appreciated for how clever they are. I'm going 5PTP right now. So this is quite fitting. Michael Sidgwick, one final question, one final joke for you, okay? What do you call a fish that eats ass? <laughs> <laughs> you can get this, boy. Come on. Right. 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 Breeds fish. So it's analingus. Yep. It's the term. <laughs> it, yep. is, it is, yeah. Honesty. Honesty. I Right. Piranhas. Piranhas. I only, I only give, step in there again, guys. I didn't say which kind of fish eats ass. I said, what do you call a fish that eats ass? So I have to get too specific with you. What do you call? So he's not f- looking for a breed of fish. That's not looking helpful for a goddamn headache or nothing there. What about a pun on a haddock, no? No, no, no. What what do you call a fish? That eats ass. Phil, lovely to see you too. You want to step and help out? Do we know any the names of any fish? Like, there's nothing no, that's he's, he's trying to get. No, no, I mean like sort of Nemo, for example. Oh, right. Oh. What do you call a fish? Like the, you know, like. Think about. Give you another clue here. Just think about eating ass. <laughs> Close your eyes and think about goddamn eating ass. It's a come to you. A dish? Fish? Worms? Just it's just right. I don't know, Sage. Phil? I got nothing. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I hate this. 
What do you call a fish that eats ass? Um, fish do this swim. Got fins. Gills. Gills. Nemo. <laughs> Just what about what about arseholes? What do you call a fish that eats ring piece? <laughs> one, one big clue. Yeah. yeah. Think of another name for an ass. But but buttocks can bum can <laughs> tush. More of a British term. Bum. Ooh, bit. Bum hole. Big bum. <laughs> <laughs> you went like that? Well, I think very British. The Queen indeed might say this. Bottom. Oh. Bottom feeder. What do you call a fish that eats ass? Bingo! A bottom Does it count? We got too much help there. We did get a lot of help there. Uh, the two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. And to cheer you up, I got a, a one final uh, little thing for you, a little thing to spice up your January if you need a shadow line, perhaps. You see a nice, nice goyle in the club? And uh, <laughs> what you do is you, you go up to her, you say, uh, excuse me, Toots, is, uh, is your ass a computer? Because I want to back it up onto a three-and-a-half-inch floppy. See you later, guys! No, dear, that's wrong. <laughs> he's, he's left the door open. 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 I hope no one can hear this downstairs. Bye, buddy. Bye, Stax. Someone's left that bloody door open. I've just pushed it on my way back back in. <laughs> Bye, Bye, Stax. I gave it a big push when I came back in. So I probably you swung back. Pass him on the... Is right, he right, right, right. okay. No, I'm, I, I've literally just come he must have gone straight to the plane helicopter thing. Is that what I just missed? Yeah, Stax, did you see Oh, well... The, the lads at ACAST have apologised uh, for everything. We're all sorted, right. though. Okay. Good to see you, Stax. Are you all right? He's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's on good form. Yeah. <laughs> New Year, same him. Good. Um, the, the, the hits keep on coming from NXT because NXT Anonymous are sharing a video. JC Jane, new leader of, what do you call it, JCU now, yeah. uh, has got some of the uh, Goyles uh, in the university together. It's in crisis, obviously, uh, but she has a plan to save the uni as long as they do exactly what she says. And then she gets out her phone and shows them something on it, right? And she's like, you're that one and you do that. What is this scheme she's coming up with for Chase U? I'm so in. I don't know, but this was the moment of the show where I was like, I'm still fighting for this title here in NXT. What's this? Good preview content is what it is. Yeah. Like... It can't be the car wash, the bake sale, the other no. stuff. That, like they're kind of a. She's had an idea all along, by the way. Yeah. The, like yes, it, that's it a good point. A, yeah. It was acknowledged as like nice ideas, but not making anywhere near enough money. She also alluded to not having enough people in the uni. Yeah. In this bit as well. Recruitment drive. Yeah, but like people, she, it was like she was asking people to play roles. Yes. It? Wrestling girl band is my early guess. World domination. Oh my God. Finances out the ace. Music videos. 
the whole deal. Just like a picture of the Spice Girls or something. Yeah, and we're going to be the Jace Girls. Like, I don't know, like there'll, there'll be a pun somewhere in a girl band. I just haven't thought of it yet. What we'll call that one-hit wonder? American indie band in the 90s. Space Hog 3, Space Hog. Chase Hog. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Babylon U. Jace Man. Yep. Yes, okay. Yeah, <laughs> good, good. No, there's no the song always tricked me. Yeah, you think it's going to be the Levi? Here we go. What's happened? He thought he was one of life's great thinkers, the lead singer. Of Babylon yes. Do you know what his name was? Oh. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. Did it, did it, did it. What was the name of the lead singer of Babylon Zoo? Well, we've got three guesses. Mm. That's custom. Is it Jethro something? No. You're not a million miles away with an element of that. But. So it begins with the Tully. Jethro <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> Tull. It's an element of it. I got thrown. Oh. <laughs> I see how you got there. Yeah. <laughs> keep, keep calling. <laughs> um, uh, Phil, any ideas? No, I don't well, we've got a guess. Do you want a clue or not? Yeah, yeah, let's have a clue. It's it's it is helpful when it's you like guess something and people give you clues. It's related it? to music. It's related to music. It's related to music. Yes. Uh, note. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, chord, uh, falsetto. Um, totally a falsetto. <laughs> not very musically talented, mate. No. Apart from the wrestle culture, obviously. Indeed. Note chord. Did Guitar. Ultravox on Friday, Sage? Did not get enough respect. He tried Vienna. Well, what else was it going to be? Do you know why it was Vienna? You, oh, what happened in wrestling last week? Came within a game. So oh. was, uh, yeah, yeah. built up to Vienna, to and it took like right to the end before I got what, why the frig he was doing it. This uh, means nothing to me. Uh, uh, it's really clever. When this you think was a hundred percent backward engineered from this bit, and then he's like, "Right, I've got to do the entire <laughs> verse." Uh, I forgot. I'll be honest. When I was starting to, to uh, pen my version, did not realize the preamble. Julia, long oh, Julia. Because she was in the news because she was going to leave Stardom and go to WWE. Vienna. One of the big stories of last week. It was. I paid knee attention last week. Give him the big chorus, big payoff. Uh, this means nothing to oh, me. No, I did. I did. I reworked that as well. Uh, now she is all elite. Ah, Diana. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Do you want Lee Singer of Babylon Sorry, Zoo? yeah, Lee Singer of Babylon Zoo. It was... Uh, oh, God, come on, lads, I've got a bloody article to finish. It was Jazz Man. Like in a dance pop band. J-A-S. J-A-Z. Oh, right. Just one. Oh, it might have been J-A-S. The, the best J-A-S. Yeah, 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 yeah. The only good one. Jazz Man <laughs> with his dance pop one-hit wonder. Was he related to Scatman or no? No, just, I don't believe okay. so. Um, I had a second single called All the Money's Gone. Kel Supreme. Over memories there with, with Kelly Kincaid. Um, and uh, he says, look, every superstar's going to crumble at my feet. I could cash in a stand and deliver. Or mm. 
In comes Alexis King, who says, uh, it wasn't for bloody Trey Bearhill. I'd have made it to the finals against you. He'd probably beat you, if anything. And uh, you, But you're a future NXT champion, and I'm a future North American champion. And MFM, he leaves, and MFM, he's like, hmm. Any title opportunity, more breadcrumbs. Yeah, the other family went, uh, Kelly, is that the main event tonight? And she went, yeah. And he looked at his contract for a long time. Yes. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, I sat and gave that some real thought. For the remainder of the broadcast, I did. I was like, mm. What is it Malachi said? Symbolism. The other Sim- day. He- <laughs> Symbolism. <laughs> but he set fire to a picture of the family. <laughs> That's great, that was. I think he thought he was like, Owning the critics with that, yeah, didn't work. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what he does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this guy's doing. Other than the fact that when he gets to the ring, he's absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah. Everything uh, else. Gallus are furious about losing. Ridge Holland walks by. Joe Coffey takes the piss out of him for the interview last week. Uh, Holland says, "I'm not scared of you." Stone Island Derby. <laughs> Joe says, "You should uh, stay a brawling brute because now you're in NXT. You don't know how long you're going to survive." And they leave. Ridge says, "I'll be seeing you." Take them. I, I feel a bit sorry for Rich Holland getting sucked into their orbit already, but him and all, like the friggin' no quarter catch crew. <laughs> it's f***ed off. Like, I, I, the, the energy is... Anytime any of them are on screen, just awful. Yeah. I really hope Charlie Dempsey has a longer stay. Get, uh, improving his wrestling ability. Yeah. Yes. Cora Jade versus Gigi Dolin was next. Um, Cora's trash-talking throughout the early stages, of course. Gigi comes back into it, but she got hung on the middle rope. Uh, and uh, Cora elbows her in her back and hits a knee and gets a two count. Gigi gets sent in the corner, dodges a knee, nails Cora with a series of kicks and clotheslines. Um, basement, basement front drop kick to Cora against the bottom rope. Uh, goes for a crucifix bomb, but Cora gets out of it by grabbing the ref. And in all That's the, an instant DQ. In, the, in all the uh, confusion. That's if he couldn't see it. Even if he couldn't, he could feel it. Cora hit a DDT and won. It's just, that's an instant DQ. It's an instant disqualification. It's a risible finish, and oh my god, this match was so sluggish. Yeah. Like sluggish is the word here. I, it's the same from Gigi Dolan every single time. She's worked like I've seen her work like a really class match once upon a time. I don't know what the system's done to her, but my god, it's not getting any better. Like every time Gigi Dolan wrestles on TV, it is just pretty damn slow. Would you say Gigi Dolan might need to go back to school? Toxic Attraction Law. Oh, maybe she was showing them a picture of Toxic Attraction. Yeah. That's you. That's you. Like, Mandy Rose hasn't come back anytime soon, so you can be her. And, I mean, yeah, but hang on, they need to raise money, and they didn't brawl. <laughs> Did you hear um, Big Joseph's call after the fact? Cora continues her jaded ways. He's so good, isn't he? <laughs> Booker T, like, Big Joseph was like, <laughs> Booker T's just got no value. Big Joseph never knows whether he's a babyface or a heel. So, no. like, you know, they're having this fight because uh, she stood up for the locker room. You can't be doing that backstage. You're a wrestler, Booker. You can't be doing that backstage. Booker T just turns on him and says, I don't care about that. It's a business where you work for yourself. Checks and championship. If, yeah. I, if I had more time... I would have an entire section dedicated to the commentary on this show because a lot of the time with WWE, you just sort of block it out, and certainly you used to. Um, but now it's fascinating to watch this dynamic because some of the times he'll he'll literally say, well, what do you make of that? And it just sounds like this. Huh? <laughs> like he's, uh, he's, uh, <laughs> huh? Was, and also there's a bit where he's, tra- he's, he's clearly like, it's like he's helping him along. I remember oh, when it was OTM came out, and uh, he 
He's going, he's going, Bork, I know you're a big fan of these guys. And like, he's like, yeah. Mm. And he's like, <laughs> he goes, Bronco, Nima. And Bork goes, Nima. And he goes, losing your prize. He goes, prize. Sucks. And he can't, he, like, he can't make his mind up as to whether. Like, there was a bit where he was like, well, they came back from one of the Fallon Henley bits. And he was like, that was pretty bloody funny, that wasn't it, Booker? And he's like, shouldn't be doing that to her. <laughs> it was like, it's not a shoot, book. <laughs> anyway, where are we? Oh, speaking of OTM, they're walking through uh, the parking lot, careful, um, with this. Pay attention, please. Oh, I don't know what happened there. We need to sort this out. We need to run it back. And they walk up to a car. And there's Jada Parker, of course. Um, and she says, I'm doing a lot better than you are. Uh, you know, what are you playing at? You know, first things first. You know, when we, you know, we, uh, we, if you grew up where I did, you'd have seen that coming a bloody mile away. Who's got Riz? Huh? And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> and she goes, you need to apply pressure. And I'm your missing piece. And Skidip says, Pay attention, please. No, he says, he says we need to talk business. What? <laughs> I don't know. Stop, again, wrestlers sometimes just do stuff. Your crap. You know what would make you better? Me. They weren't crap. This is like the first loss. Yeah. The rest of just say things. Uh, yeah, I'm sick of them. I'm sick of them all. <laughs> <laughs> sick of all the rest. There's all the people who commentate on it. Pundits. Oh, I'm just... Us. No, no, no. Not us. Not us. I thought you just included pundits. It's the products. People talk about the products. Look at the punditry on the products. Sick of idiots playing dumb. Telling me things that are just provably untrue. More uh, Dusty Cup action. Disagree over it. Disagree. <laughs> disagree. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Disagree. Well, I think you'll, you'll like what came next because it was Dusty Cup action. It was Nathan Fraser. When I'm cleaning windows. Of course, teaming with Axiom. No! Against Tank and Tank. They are traditionally like two of the best things on the show and they're just a couple of buttons. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you'll ever beat it was, guys. A couple of buttons. I, I love Hank and Tank as well. Um... I love them, mate. American Gallows, <laughs> stay away from me. <laughs> Razor and Axe are flying all over the place. Hank and Tank, whenever they get bloody hands on them, chuck American them all over the place. Gallows. They flatten Nathan Fraser. Um, but in the end, he manages to slide off Hank's shoulders, gets in Axiom. Axiom dives onto Hank. Fraser dives onto Tank. Um, Axiom goes up top and dives. Hank ducks. Axiom gets laid out. Covers. Axiom reverses for two. He takes out Tank. Fraser hits a Phoenix Splash, one, two, three. Uh, Nathan Fraser and Axiom advance to the semi-finals to face the uh, assholes. Uh, like, good stuff. Not great. Not great. Um, Nathan Fraser and Axiom have done loads better, loads of times. Against each other. semi's yep. going to be awesome. I think it will, yeah. What was um, the semis? Axiom and Nathan Fraser versus the assholes. Um, sign me up yeah. for that. Ah, this is a nice exhibition of, oh, I can fly the ring faster than you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I've got Susan dies. Cool. Accent, like, I've been trying to tell you to slow down. Could you not see? I was giving you the eyes. <laughs> uh, we go back to the barn. Bloody uh, oh, hate that Baron Corbin. He's behind me, isn't he? Oh, yeah, that's next week. Oh, God. So much look forward oh, to Oh, do you know what it's going to be? Like? Everyone break his tenant so much. It looks like he's trying to be problematic. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. behind me, isn't he? I never even liked the Steiner Brothers when I was a kid. Oh, God, he bronze behind me, isn't he? One of them's his dad. The viewers, in case you weren't aware. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one animal, it's a dog-faced gremlin. Oh, God, Bond's behind me. <laughs> <laughs> there's one thing I hate my bloody life, it's transphobic dead. <laughs> yeah. 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 
me on me, isn't he? Oh, he's got one of them. <laughs> There's nothing in my life I'm a Brit. I like nothing more than badly barbecued meat. We'll play that game on the preview next week. What we have to settle on each on a something that he's going to say <laughs> to wind up. Dark Do you want to think of a name for this game? <sighs> Just call what, it What's Behind Nathan Fraser? <laughs> Just Nathan Fraser. Bingo! Yeah. So we can hit it. Uh, we go back to the barn. <laughs> Tiffany Strands. Uh, no, not yet. Uh, Tiffany Strands cleaning the horse stores. Memory erasure with Nathan Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's behind you. Yeah. She's t- Tiffany's talking to herself. You got this, Tiffany. Oh, when this is, uh, I'm going to erase every smell from this diet, every memory, every disgusting moment. Oh, what? Finally, and her friend, her friends are laughing at um, Front. Front. <laughs> <laughs> laughing at Stratton. We're going to travel to backlash. Me and LaFrance. They said, "You know what? She's not doing bad." I was like, yeah, it shouldn't be a bad addition. And uh, again, pep talk from Tiffany. Come on, you can do this. You're a Tiffany Strat. She smells a bit more poo. And uh, and then she accidentally pours a hay on herself. And then pictures of fit. Everyone finds it really funny. Um, Fan's like, this is really tickled me that. It looks it. Smells a bit more poo. Hate his balls. You're with it, yes, bitch. I've changed my mind. I quite like. You won't believe what it's stunk, gossip. <laughs> I think these vignettes were really good. Actually, I've changed my mind. Uh, Fallon says, "Now you know how it feels to do some real work." And Tiffany says, "Oh, it was hell. It was the worst day of my life. I got to know what it was like to be yell. I pity you because you enjoy this crap, literally." Uh, Tiff- I got it. <laughs> I, I understood. In his notes, leave a pause for the Dudleys. Carry on. Tiff says, she's leaving titles. Fallon Hanley tries to get her attention, but um, before she can, Sige, she, uh, <laughs> what happens next is she trips over some more poo that's outside the stables. She's cleaned all the stables. Uh, there's a poo outside the stables. You're at stables. There's horses everywhere. Trips over the horse poo and bloody falls into a war bucket, doesn't she? And then Fallon Hanley says, you missed the spot. He's actually pissed himself. <laughs> He's gone. They, they got him. They got him. I... <laughs> I hate him, man. I absolutely hate him. <laughs> Write this down now. How dare you make me laugh discussing this. <laughs> Any 2024 awards. <laughs> Funniest moment. She fell, she fell in the bath. If only she'd listen to a Fallon, you missed the spot. He boos me every time. Look at him. I hate him. He gets me to laugh at this. This was legitimately, if you watch this, and have this goon making you laugh next to you, right? <laughs> The worst <laughs> you, you'll ever see in your life. It was b- really she bad. She cleans up muck <laughs> like five times in a different place, <laughs> and then she falls into something. It is <laughs> this is not. It's not. <laughs> stop laughing at it. It's not funny. I know for a fact because we talked about it. He didn't laugh watching it this morning. He's read it back as if so. Oh, now I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really ah! lost. It was a thing. Literally <laughs> slipping on <laughs> shit and falling in a bath. Oh, <laughs> literally Homer Simpson. <laughs> right. Oh, nearly there. Nearly the main event now. It's the main event. No, not oh. yet. Off. 
<laughs> oh, boys first. Idris Anovi and Malik Blade, they're excited. They've got their, their match next week. Um, oh, God. Uh, they're excited for the Dusty Cup. They're going to face Trick and Mellow, of course. Uh, they're going to beat them. Um, they've been friends longer. They're a better, better team, basically. Uh, they're going to win next week. They're going to turn things around. And then Brinley Reese walks in. Uh, and says, come on, guys, let's get up there. Let's get stretching. Let's get active. <laughs> <laughs> and if you do that, you'll get six packs. And they go, we've kind of got that covered. They take the shirts off and they're ripped. Um, Shut up, Brindley Reese. <laughs> Brindley Reese. This is your thing. And I was like, there we go. <sighs> yeah, no thoughts. Just so uh, What was his name? The Simon System. Yeah, Simon Dean. Yeah. Simon Dean. Skip, of course, Chris Candido. <laughs> Legendary wrestling pro. Uh, Brindley Reese. Yep. Online. No gimmicks needed, Brindley Reese. Yeah. <laughs> North American title was on the line, though. In, in what, the... what I thought was going to be the main event. Yeah. Wasn't quite, though. Did them in th- there was one. Uh, Lexus King versus Dragon Lee. The future of Lucha Libre, as they kept saying. Versus oh, Dragon Lexus Lee. King. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trey Bearhill, who's got his, his own issues, of course, with uh, Lexus King. Uh, comes down early on to cause a distraction that allows uh, Dragon Lee to hit a big dive onto Lexus, uh, Lexus to uh, take us to a break. When we come back, Lexus King's in control. He's working him over. He starts taunting him. That fires Dragon Lee up, though. He makes a comeback. Um, Lee hits a kick and a springboard Rana to put King on the apron. Trips King, kick to the head. Basement drop kick in the corner, a cover for a near fall. Kicks him in the back. Um, Lexus King's on his knees and he's like, thank you, can I have another? Uh, stands up, they trade strikes. Uh, reversals. King hits him with a kick in the jaw. Lee hits him with a, a knee to the jaw. Knee to the back from Lexus King, a mo- modified Mishinoku driver. Puts him in this single leg crab, but Lee manages to make the ropes. And King charged into a super kick, and Lee does that tilt a world slop drop DDT finisher thing that he does to get the one, two, three, and retain the North American title. Uh, this was all right. What was this? There's a bit where Lexus King just got. He just got caught on the ropes. Yeah. He's in his first freaking week. It, it, I think the thing for me was here, this was a, uh, like, you really, if you're Lexus King, you shouldn't be... Getting caught on the ropes like it's your first week in a ring. You shouldn't be the recipient of an obvious attempted carry job. Like, and this that's what this was. Mm. This was a proper... It's not worth that much. But, oh, No, no, they, but I think this was presented as, right, can you get something out of this guy that makes him look like he might one day be a contender? The answer was profoundly no. And, I, like... It was, I thought it was, it was, like, it wasn't terrible, but I think I was asked here to just receive Lexus King as this genuine threat to belts on NXT, and I'm not into that at all. Like, he's got to be this. He's a prize fighter. That's what he is. He, yeah, he but fights he, on pay-per-views. Might lose, but he, thank you for the opportunity. Well, is he going to do that now, then? He's like, thanks, Dragon Lee. I got my ass kicked tonight, but I was in the main event. Hmm. Jokes on you. He was, he, invo- he was involved lost. in a title switch, sort of. The thing is, right, what, I don't, what used to, fundamentally, and... Frequently get wrong about wrestling. It's like mm. you kind of have to get in the ring at Disagree. some point. <laughs> sure. There's a show every week to get in the ring, Sidge. It's called Monday Night Raw. There's also a segment called Dynamite. And uh, Tuesdays ain't for that. Yeah. Tuesday nights ain't all right for fighting. They're all right for doing I business. I know, I know, but in general, in general, you need this. Uh... <laughs> Tuesday, Tuesday, <laughs> Tuesday, Tuesday's all right for joining a university within a performance center. Yes. But it wasn't the end of the show because immediately after the bell rings, this is good. Thank here God. comes Oberfemi yeah. marching At down last. with his contract. He wants a title shot right now for the North American title. Uh, Dragon Lee realizes he's in a bit of trouble because look at the bloody size of Oberfemi. He dives onto him on the outside. 
gets back in, the bell rings. Big kick from Dragon Lee, um, but he gets nailed with a big forearm from Obafemi off the ropes. And he just sort of picked him up and went, hey! <laughs> just threw him flying. It looked great. Um, but Femi, as he charges at him, hit, gets hit with a super kick. Tornado DDT from Dragon Lee, but only a two count. Obafemi's back up. Lee runs it in, but gets caught in a massive powerbomb. One, two, three. Oberfemi cashes in. He is your new North American champion. Love him. Yeah. Love him. This is a really bold move that I'm really happy with. He's worked 20 matches, you know. Mm. Really? 20. <clears throat> and yet, it's obviously the raw materials on this fella are unbelievable. The way he can sort of fold himself into a DDT. He's like, he's dynamic as he is big and he's massive. Like, the power bomb. If you actually look at the way he puts his body down and lays him flat, like, it's really quite mechanically good, mm-hmm. not just this unit. And he, it's, a, it's just, it's a genuinely, like, strictest definition awesome in that he inspires or Yeah. He tossed him up like pizza dough. <laughs> yes. So the, I was happy. The spot, what a great spot it is, by the way, where he um, reverses, like, obviously, like, you know, Dragon Lee's knackered, and he's like, I'm going to whip him into the ropes. And you know, he's massive. But then not only does he reverse the, like, Irish whip, he just follows him up and just decks him. Yeah, like, Dragon forearm. Lee barely gets off the ropes before he hits that forearm, like, as little distance as possible. And then conversely, when Dragon Lee was in the corner and Oberfemi, like, went to, like, the opposite corner to do a running attack, it reminded me of, like, how big the ring used to look when Yokozuna was about to run across it. Somebody that massive mm-hmm. with pace is coming your way. Yeah. That's... Frightening, and it just for a second it just makes you feel like he's chasing him down a street rather than in this ring. Brilliant, an excellent ending to an excellent show. Let us know your thoughts on it on X huh? yeah. uh, at what culture. <laughs> think about it huh? at what culture WWE. You, say, you can follow all three of us on X. Uh, you can follow Michael Hamlet at Michael Hamlet. Follow Michael Sidgwick at. I wish the Lord would take me now. M. Sidgwick. You can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow our brilliant producer, Phil, at Phil My Chambers. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. And make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. The Dynamite preview is available uh, right now. And we'll be back next week, of course, to preview NXT as well. But for now, this has been the NXT review. My thanks to Alphabet Sidgwick, to Stax. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.